volleyball teams are forfeiting rather than playing against a trans player. In the UK, they're handing out free vapes to the pregnant women. And a death pool was discovered at the bottom of the sea, which kills everything instantly. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I record in a closet. Where do you listen to Weird AF News? Please tell me. I want to know. I want to know how you listen. Volleyball teams are forfeiting their games instead of facing a trans player. We have uh, high school girls volleyball teams in the Cherokee County School District. This is in North Carolina. It says all high school girls volleyball teams are forfeiting their remaining games this season against a school that has a transgender volleyball player. This decision came after a player on the Hiwassee Dam High School team was injured by a volleyball that was spiked by a player on the Highlands school team. According to the media, uh, they've identified the spiker as a transgender girl. And this is apparently a big deal because they actually had a board of education meeting in Cherokee County about it, within which they called the player, quote, a biological male. There was much public comment at the meeting as well. Wow, they had a whole board of education meeting about this. Girls' volleyball must be very important in this area of the world. Uh, one of the speakers at the meeting named Steve claimed that the presence of, quote, a biological male posed risks to the girls and that he feared that biological males would overtake girls' sports. Well, slow your roll, Steve, overtaking girls' sports. This is a concern, though, and uh, we're encountering this more and more in the sporting world. What do you do about a, quote, biological male that is uh, playing in a, a sport where it's predominantly females? Uh, let's keep reading. Someone else named Jason stated to the board that he hoped they voted on this issue based on their morals, ethics, and Christian upbringing. Uh, this sounds like a very Christian area. That, yeah, this sort of thing will drive Christians crazy. Strict Christians just hate anything that they deem unnatural in any way. That's why they don't like abortion. And uh, some of them don't even uh, support gay rights, which is very sad. Hopefully they'll get with it in the next century or so. It says here, Amanda Johnson is the coach. Coaches girls volleyball at Murphy High School in the Cherokee County District. Amanda says there is a risk of injury in any sport due to a variety of factors, and she wonders if a cisgender girl hit the ball any harder than the trans player in question. Should the games against that team also be forfeited? Yes, yeah, so you have an issue where they're claiming that this biological male hit the ball extraordinarily hard, much harder than the others, and injured somebody. You have to, of course, be mindful of injuries in sports like this especially when you're not getting paid you know i'm gonna break my nose over a game that doesn't really count now in this instance we have to be concerned with two things competitive balance and safety and if you can prove that biological males playing in a sport that's predominantly biologically female uh presents a safety issue or a competitive balance issue then you know we have to address this I think it's up in the air, though, right now. Why do I say that? Well, occasionally in female sports, you'll come across an extraordinarily powerful 
oversized female. I mean, there's there's women out there that are like six foot four and weigh two twenty five, two fifty, even. Um, I've seen some of these players in female basketball competitions, and so they're not common, but they do exist. Are they more common than a biological male transitioning? That's competing. I, I don't know. I don't know. But in an instance where you would get one of those extraordinarily strong and large, beefy females, you know, they're obviously going to hit the ball a lot harder than the others and could cause injury. And they're a biological female. So this is a nightmare situation. We have another volleyball coach here named Jordan. She says her team had played against Hawassi Dam and their trans player as well. She said that none of her players wanted to forfeit the games. She says they stress how it's important to teach inclusion and acceptance in their schools and they shouldn't make a decision to not play a team based on sex. Well, that's nice and all that you want to be inclusive, but I think that's also falling short of the bigger picture here. Um, you know, we can be all we can be all inclusive and love everyone uh, till the cows come home, but if players are being hurt because of it, then you know, something needs to be done. Now, I'm not saying players are being hurt because of it. I'm just saying if it's determined, then, you know, all your acceptance and inclusion is out the window because safety comes first. Now, in case you're wondering how the country is handling this issue as a whole, to date, 18 states have passed laws barring trans students from participating on the school sports teams designated for their gender identity. Some of them affect trans girls only, while others affect trans boys as well. Some of them include state colleges and universities, in addition to public elementary and secondary. Elementary schools? There's trans... In elementary? Seems a little... <laughs> seems a little early on to be declaring your, your transitioning. But okay. Uh, it says here, and this is important for the story because it took place in North Carolina. North Carolina is not among these states. It says here, scientists and LGBTQ activists have disputed the assumption that trans female athletes have an innate and unfair advantage over cisgender ones. Um, I'm very surprised to hear that. Uh, the scientists, anyways. I, I assume the, uh, the LGBTQ activists would dispute that assumption. Uh, I'm leaning towards the trans female athletes do have an innate and unfair advantage over cisgender ones in general. In general. Because... The biological male was built for warfare, basically. Um, and you can't dispute that. I mean, you just take the data. <laughs> the average height and weight of biological males is significantly higher. You know, this is a generalization, of course. I alluded earlier in the article how there are biological females who are pretty big, you know? So th there are cases, but um, in general, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, the trans athlete definitely has an advantage. You know, I don't think you can dispute that. And like I said, at the end of the day, we need to be concentrating on safety and competitive balance. And uh, you know, I'm up in the air with this issue. I, I don't know yet. I think we need to see this play out a little bit. Um, it's a nightmare issue, though. What do you guys think about it? Why don't you call my show and express yourself? 646-450-2012. In the UK, they are handing out free vapes to pregnant women. A South London council has come up with a very unusual way of trying to get the pregnant women to stop spending their money on cigarettes. 
They're giving them free vapes during their pregnancy. Um, seems strange to me. I thought you weren't supposed to vape or smoke during your pregnancy. Uh, Lambeth Council said that its stop smoking service would save parents an average of 2,000 pounds a year by giving them vapes, as they would then not spend that money on tobacco, which has only been increasing in price, if you haven't noticed. Well, I love that they give a damn about their wallet, but not their health here. And what about the baby? The council said that the use of vapes would possibly help these women become smoke-free in the long term. Well, that's pretty good. We want them to quit smoking eventually. They're adding that thousands become trapped in poverty as well as a result of their smoking habits because of the price of cigarettes. Well, people are just smoking themselves into poverty. Oh, man. So what happened? You're living in a tent? I know, but that's what it took to keep smoking. At least I can smoke in the tent. We have a quote here from a council spokesperson. Well, smoking during pregnancy is the leading risk factor for poor birth outcomes, including stillbirth, miscarriage, and preterm births. Data shows that women from low-income households are much more likely to smoke during the pregnancy. We're planning to support the use of e-cigarettes for women who choose that route as their preferred aid for quitting tobacco, since this is less harmful compared to smoking. We recognize that while it is best for pregnant smokers to stop smoking without continuing to use nicotine if this is difficult and if they choose to use e-cigarettes it can help them become smoke free at least well at least they mentioned nicotine and the dangers of it for pregnant women it sounds like the spokesperson's aware of that uh but it seems to me like the, <laughs> the, the resources should be spent trying to help the women not smoke or vape at all during those nine months <laughs> you know well, maybe I'm a little off, but <laughs> just uh, we have the National Health Service in the UK stressing that a little research has been conducted in the safety of vapes during pregnancy. Yeah, but haven't we done research into the safety of vapes on just humans overall? I mean, I'd imagine you you could throw the fetus in there along with that data. I mean, from my understanding, the chemicals in vapes are no bueno. I mean, there's a reason why Juul was shut down. Am I right? Uh, they're saying that uh, if you're going to smoke during pregnancy, it's preferred that you use patches or gum instead. But, there, I mean, there's got to be the effects of nicotine on the fetus. you got to go cold turkey, man, with your prego. You do. My mom uh, totally went cold turkey with the smoking when she was pregnant with me, thankfully. Um, now, of course, I never grew anyways, but I think it, you know, it could have been worse if she was smoking when she was, you know, when she was pregnant. Says here, according to the NHS National Health website, it is not known whether the vapor is harmful to a baby in pregnancy. It's not known. I mean, uh, look at I don't have any degrees in the area of health, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's not good for the baby to be vaping during pregnancy. I'm pretty sure. The NHS website also says if you're pregnant, licensed NRT products such as patches and gum are the recommended options. Uh, but you're still dosing your baby with nicotine, so I don't, you know, how is that recommended as well? Everything affects the baby, man. I saw like this video of a fetus and the mom ate kale and the baby made like a yuck face which is totally understandable because kale tastes like absolute dog shit 
Uh, the, the fetus made a face though, like, ew, what is that? Like, everything goes into the baby, man. How, <laughs> this NHS website, I don't know if I trust it. Then again, I think I need to have some perspective with this. This is the UK, after all, where pints and smoking is like their lifestyle all day, every day. So, of course, they're going to look at vaping in a patch as the healthy way to go. A death pool was discovered at the bottom of the ocean. It's the sound of science. If you weren't already scared of the sea, you probably will be after hearing about this. It's called a death pool. This death pool has been discovered at the bottom of the Red Sea. It instantly kills everything that swims inside it. <laughs> Happy Halloween! <laughs> Have a nice swim! This pool was found by the University of Miami researchers, and it measures a whopping 107,000 square feet. This is a very large death pool. You don't want to run into this while you're snorkeling. It's a long way down, it says. It was discovered 1.1 miles beneath the surface of the inlet of the Indian Ocean found between Africa and Asia. They're saying that it has been there for an awfully long time as well. The pools are thought to have been formed from pockets of minerals which were deposited up to 23 million years ago. Now, why is this death pool so deathly? Well, for one, it contains... No oxygen whatsoever. Instead of oxygen, it's filled with brine, and the salt solution is deadly to most things that enter it. We have a quote from a researcher named Sam Perkis. Any animal that strays into the brine is immediately stunned or even killed. This death pool is among the most extreme environments on Earth. <laughs> I'm going to be the death pool for Halloween this season. Now, just before you think this death pool is completely useless, it's actually used by some creatures for food. Fish, shrimp, and eels appear to use this to hunt. Uh, the predators position themselves on the peripheries of the death pool in order to feed on the unlucky creatures that die after swimming into it. Oh, this is kind of like the La Brea Tar Pits situation where the animals get stuck in it and then other animals come over and kill and eat them and then they get stuck in it. Next thing you know, you just got a giant death pool filled with carcasses. Disgusting. Says here, while it's not the first brine-filled pool under the sea discovered by scientists in the Red Sea, it is actually the closest to land. It can be found just 1.25 miles off the coast of Egypt. The previous closest death pool was more than 15 miles from the land. Well, so I guess you got to be careful if you're scuba diving over in the Red Sea. You want to avoid the death pools. I'm sure you can find it on your GPS, the death pool. There's multiple death pools in the world, unfortunately. They'll probably discover more before we're dead. Just adding to the already dangerous atmosphere that we find ourselves embedded in at the moment. You know, we have flesh-eating bacteria in Florida, and we have death pools in various seas as well. Just very, be very careful, guys, and make sure you have some trusty insurance if you can get it. Yay! Hello, everyone, and thank you for spending a little time with Weird AF News and me, Jonesy. 
It means a lot to me. There's a gazillion and a half podcasts out there, and there's even more on Mars, and you you decided to listen to Weird AF News today. So thank you for being with me. I appreciate that. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't. Share it if you feel like it. It's all good. Uh, now, but before I get some backlash from the trans athlete article I did up top, let me just reiterate my stance on it. I recognize and I believe that biological males, because of the way they're built, have a, a different body type, and they do have an advantage when it comes to certain competitive sports because of that. I'm also saying I don't know where I stand on this as far as you know. should trans athletes be allowed to play. I'm up in the air on that at the moment. I need to see how this plays out a little bit more. But if there are again and again major if there's injury after injury after injury as a direct result of it then we have to obviously revisit that so this is how i stand on it let's be clear all right uh i want to give thanks and praise to uh kevin Bourne, who is uh someone on youtube who gave me a nice little comment on my florida friday uh video wrote love your show bro florida fridays is the best keep it up jonesy Thank you, Kevin. Keep it up. Keep listening on, on YouTube, if you can, and writing positive comments that make me feel all warm and fuzzy. Uh, we have an email from Julianne from Valparaiso, Indiana. Valparaiso, that sounds awesome. What goes on over there? Julianne wrote, I stumbled across your little ray of weirdness this morning. After listening, I placed it smack dab in the middle of world news and science info in my podcast lineup. A welcomed reprieve full of humor and odd information I didn't know I wanted to hear. Thanks for the smiles, Julianne. Isn't that a lovely email? You know, I wake up to an email like that and I'm like, today's going to be awesome. Thank you so much, Julianne, for your support and for checking out Weird AF News and for placing me smack dab in the middle of your other news. Um, I find that Weird AF News is nice to put uh, usually at the end of mainstream news because you listen to the mainstream news and you get angry and you maybe get sad or concerned and then uh, maybe you take out all your cash out of the bank and buy gold bars and stuff them under your mattress, that kind of thing. And then you listen to Weird AF News and you're like, oh my God, so I learned a little something. That world is pretty weird, man. It's crazy. I'm definitely not going to swim in the death pool. All right. You learn a little bit. Maybe you laugh a little bit. Um, so I find that it's, it's nice to add to your lineup of, of uh, news podcasts is what I'm saying. It took, it took me forever to get to that, but <laughs> please bear with me. Well, before I sign off, I just want to let you know, sign off. Where did that come from? What does that even mean? Uh, before I go, I just want to say, if you would like to support the show, please go to weirdafnews.com and click on Buy Jonesy a Coffee or click on the Patreon banner that I put there and support the show if you can. If not, it's all good, man. Tell a friend. That doesn't cost a damn thing. <laughs>